greetings, earthlings. <laughs> oh, oh, I like that. <laughs> I've been waiting all day. I was like, that's gonna be the perfect intro. Cheyenne has to let me introduce this episode because I needed to do that. But anyway, <laughs> greetings, earthlings. Welcome back oh. to Ouija Boards and Midnight Marks. We have a special collab today. So it's like a dual space that we're in where it's Ouija Boards, Midnight Marks, but also you're creeping me out. And it's this so wonderful excited. merging and we're so excited. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking today? Well, I am super basic today and I am drinking a Bud Light. Nice. <laughs> yes. Honestly, I love that. Especially, it's very on brand for the like people we're talking about today. Exactly. And that's kind of what I was thinking. I did have wine that I wanted to drink, but my husband brought this beer home and I was like, well, I'll just drink beer. <laughs> <laughs> Wine's too fancy for this uh, conversation we're going to have today. <laughs> Us Coloradoans going to appreciate a good beer once in a while, you know? Yeah, yeah I'm a beer girl. I, I like beer. She does. Beer is I basically bread you can drink. So I'm like <laughs> solid. <laughs> Not mad about it. <laughs> what are you guys drinking? Well, I know what Cheyenne, or is it Cheyenne was drinking that fancy drink, right? Yes. So I am extra, oh. as we know. <laughs> not a surprise to anyone. Um, but I actually, I was not expecting this to turn out the way it did. So I'm very happy because I wandered around the grocery store for a while and was just like, I don't want any of this. Like I wasn't really in a beer or wine mood and that's all you can buy at grocery stores here. And I was like going to the liquor stores, like a whole thing. Yeah. I decided to come home and I was like, you're just going to figure it out. So we bought a giant bag of this tea from a place here. It's called Blue Twilight. It's called Blue Twilight. And it has lemongrass, butterfly pea flowers, chamomile, rose hips, marigold, mango, and lychee. All in this wow. tea. And it's beautiful. That's so fruity. It it's, looks fancy and nice. It's really good. So I brewed the tea and then it's um, because it has butterfly pea flower in it, it has um, a pH reaction when you pour stuff with like citric acid in it, essentially. Okay. So I topped it in a big thing of ice and topped it with, what did I top it with? Sparkling pineapple juice, sparkling Trader Joe's pineapple juice. Sponsor me, Trader Joe's. <laughs> Please. <laughs> and then it has a really cute rim of creamed honey, which sounds gross, but it's the best kind of honey. And sprinkles. It looks like frosting. It does. It looks delicious. Like if that. I had to guess before <laughs> when I saw you drinking it, I would have guessed it was a milkshake, but that mm. sounds even better. <laughs> I was like I was inspired by UFO exhaust. That was what I was trying <laughs> to accomplish. So that's what we're doing. I'm calling it a I galaxy. It. And it's I like not that. amazing. You get sober <laughs> me today, so no excuses for anything. Oh my gosh! Well, you get out. like not sober me today. Yeah, like never happens. So, because I didn't have time to go to the grocery store because I worked late tonight, I'm having a Rosalian. Oh, cute! Yeah, I was so excited about that too. That's perfect. Rosalian. You know, well, I almost had to drink rose too, but I didn't. <laughs> my drink of choice maria you said you were basic i'm extra basic and i'm drinking a diet coke so oh. i was gonna say i i had a feeling that's what it was gonna be yeah. or water is what i was gonna guess yeah well the water's not next to me right now but i, I ran out <laughs> so i grabbed a diet coke <laughs> perfect yep all right so we are going to pull a tarot card today well or a tarot card's gonna pull us we'll see <laughs> and see what our, our collective energy is for this episode for our lovely listeners on both sides of podcast land. Um, this, we're using our Pulp Girls tarot deck, so it's all sparkly and stars. It's beautiful. The closest deck I had to this topic. <laughs> we need perfect. an alien deck. If anyone yeah. wants to send <laughs> us one. Oh my God, I awesome. love an alien tarot deck. That would be flipping Wouldn't amazing. That be cool? I'm sure there's one out there. Oh, well, this bad boy just fell on the floor. Oh, so we've drawn the, the devil. devil. Wow. I don't think we've ever drawn the devil on a, mm -hmm. our podcast before. Wow. But wow. we talk about him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Indulging in la dolce vita is completely okay, but don't overdo it. Ooh, that's actually, that's good. That's good advice for someone who goes down crazy TikTok alien rabbit holes on a regular basis. (laughs) (laughs) What spring or who springs to mind when this card is revealed? These are our reflection questions. Can this be salvaged? Is it best to walk away? Our affirmation is I let go of toxic thoughts, patterns, and people. Represents relationship, imbalance, vices, and temptations, and destructive patterns and behaviors. Ooh. So. I like that. Yeah. I also love that card. Like, that's so, the art is awesome. Yeah, yeah this it really is. deck is dope. Yeah. Um, we will link it in the show notes, as always. <laughs> so you can get your own and support this lovely sister duo who makes beautiful art. So, so did at it. What are we talking about today, you guys? We are talking about the Kelly Hopkinsville encounter, or they call them the Kentucky Goblins, also. Oh my gosh. Goblins. <laughs> I'm so excited. Goblin I like goblins better. Visceral word. Like it is, right? Yeah. I'm picturing like rumple still skin. Yeah, in like the farmer, like you know the famous painting of the farmer and his wife. Like it's a Rumpelstiltskin goblin farmer because it's from Kentucky. Okay, I mean you're not far off. No, well there you go. Um, Maria, do you want to start us off? Do you want to give everyone yeah the lowdown? What happened? What went down that night in Kentucky? Um, so this happened in um, let's see, it was August. 21st of 1959, or no, not 1955, sorry. So basically, there was a large extended family living in Kelly, Kentucky, which is close to Hopkinsville, Kentucky. And they lived on a farm in on a farm in a farmhouse that doesn't have any running water, no electricity, any of that. So kind of your you know, old fashioned way of living. And for the fifties, I mean, that's, you know, not a lot of people did that, but their story starts with, so I found this on this particular article on history.com. They have a drawing of this creature that they saw also on here, which is pretty interesting, but I think there was about, you know, maybe seven or eight. Do you know exactly how many people were in the home at the time of it happened so I know there were 11 total witnesses okay so basically the family saw this circular bright light in the sky going behind the trees in their backyard and it prompted them to obviously go outside to see what it was they all ran out there I believe it was, so it was brothers, Elmer and John Sutton was the family last name. And then they also had, they called her the matriarch of the family. And she also witnessed it um, as well as a couple, three kids, I believe that were like really young. Like I think the youngest was seven. Yeah. Um, And they saw what appeared to be little men um, surrounding their house peering into the windows, um, trying to get in. And so John, oh, I hate and Billy- that. Like, the, the traumatized, <laughs> like the traumatized kid in me that's seen signs just like wants yeah. to die. Thinking oh about my that. God. Signs <laughs> that I was actually thinking Especially about Kentucky, that movie today. You know that there's like cornfields everywhere and they're like yes. skittering around. <laughs> Ew. And I think that Kelly was the more rural part of like the Hopkinsville area. So yeah, yeah, there's definitely- like no one around this farm. And yeah. the, the like no electricity, no like modern amenities right. is important because, well, obviously everything's dark as yep. shit, which is scary. Yep. They saw these little men uh, come off this spaceship type thing, um, but they said they were short and monkey-like with long arms and webbed <laughs> hands with talons, large, bright, offset eyes and pointed ears. Offset eyes. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. That were like unblinking, like glassy, yeah. unblinking, oh bulbous black eyes. Yeah. That's, so that's actually a good thing. Like question. Like I've never seen an alien depiction where they have like eyelids. 
yeah that's yeah that's true um I just not get dry like when they come to like (laughs) the earth I'd be like oh my gosh yeah you're in a different atmosphere here (laughs) (laughs) need some special eye drops for that exactly so basically the the family the men in the family you know were getting defensive trying to protect their family and they started shooting at these creatures from the home with their manly guns and um it didn't seem to (laughs) right it didn't seem to affect these creatures it didn't scare them away a lot of the things I was listening to and read today was like they did backflips and just like flipped and like flipped away they're like parkouring (laughs) like that's huge huge if true huge if true <laughs> massive big news. like yeah it didn't even phase them and obviously like they would run away but they would come back and I guess they stayed there until well after midnight just harassing this family creeping on the roof they could hear them um Did see them in the windows have a vendetta against this family because that sounds horrifying right they like targeted them yeah. Yeah. So but, uh, earlier in the day, like pre, if we back it up a little bit before this, the main part of the encounter happened, there was one brother who went out to the well to get water. And that yes. was Billy Ray. Yes. Cyrus. Obviously, okay. it's Billy Ray. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't it be Billy Ray? The story is so freaking Kentucky and it's like killing me. <laughs> wow. If we have any listeners in Kentucky, I love you guys dearly. It's just <laughs> all love. But it checks out. <laughs> it checks out yeah so he like ran back into the house and no one believed him at first they were like you're like he he has a tendency to you know hyperbolize stories he's the family storyteller they're like well how old was he um I don't know in his 20s they weren't very old okay yeah not because grandma was in her 50s year old wife yeah okay grandma's 50 young family okay um so he recounts seeing one little creature at first, one goblin who um, started approaching him. And then he ran back into the house, grabbed his shotgun, shot it. And that's when, like, that was the backflip story that yeah. I read, where they were like, he mm-hmm. did this weird backflip, skittered off into the woods. And for a couple of hours, it was like, fine. And then darkness mm-hmm. fell and there were like 12 of them suddenly oh my gosh all oh trying to gosh. break in with their creepy long hands and they're when, they say, when they say they were short what like what's this the measurement here like three to four feet yeah like three to four feet tall which is Whoa. disgusting like a child yeah, why is that so unsettling it's it so is much unsettling. grosser it is so, so yeah. gross I, I want wow. seven foot tall aliens to attack me I guess like tiny yeah. why does that feel better I don't I think it's because like it's like the childlike about it is yeah. what kind of creeps me out yeah. you know like the For shot sure. like I I don't know I guess I don't know why that creeps me out but it it's does it's like skittery and yeah because they yeah. can move faster because they're small yes yeah. <laughs> it's like that it's yeah, like that metaphorical question of like would you rather be attacked by a horse-sized <laughs> duck or like a lot of duck-sized duck horses, horses. <laughs> yeah you know, like yeah. there's something just unsettling about the size of the creature. <laughs> I have to yep. agree. 100%. Agree. Wow. Um, what gets me as I read this part too, is that after, I mean, we can go back into this as well, but after this all happens, the people were saying that like, they were just drunk and they were just seeing owls. Oh yeah. I've seen so many owls do backflips. So many. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> dozens of owls uh the, wow. the owl theory blows my mind genuinely I know it's also, just one of those what? stupid theories that make no freaking sense at all what right? owl is like, two to four feet so right in green scientific yeah right the scientific owl explanation is that they were great horned owls which are yeah. not aggressive when they're protecting their nests however owls are not birds that live in flocks so right, they don't have like an army of freaking owls. There's not going to be like 12 owls all over your house. And those are three feet is still very large for an owl. Yeah. Like that's like the large, that's like a mammoth sized great horned owl. <laughs> like they're big, they're not that big. Gigantic. I'd be terrified if I knew that a three feet owl, a three foot owl existed in our world. <laughs> I would 
that would be a hard world to live in. <laughs> Seriously. Just don't want to encounter that owl, especially an aggressive I, I, one. Right. I mean, that's just that. It's just a stupid, stupid theory. Okay. <laughs> wow. Um, Is that the government theory? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, probably. Most likely. <laughs> Government's that's, like, that's, it's owls. Don't even worry about it. That's a scientific explanation. Yeah. So there are no drugs on the property, no alcohol yeah. on the property. The matriarch of this family is like a staunch. Yeah. She didn't allow liquor on the farm. Interesting. And all of the police reports report everyone being in relatively sound mind and body with the exception of everyone being absolutely genuinely terrified. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely justified. That's, that's really crazy. So what did they do? What did they do after they um, encountered all these? They were fighting off the goblins for a few hours, like defending the house. And then made a break for it essentially around like three in the morning they made a break Whole family it, ran to the car and drove to the police station everyone's giving their accounts everyone's absolutely panicked terrified um police officers actually had come by the property earlier but they and like heard gunfire but didn't come on the property because they just assumed it was fireworks which like yeah. i don't know how many people are just like dicking around with fireworks in <laughs> the middle of Kentucky for no reason well this was August right yeah yeah August like 21st I think yep so the FBI or the military police the regular police go out and there's no evidence of anything except for like the bullet casings a broken window from the gunshot there's evidence of a of a skirmish of something happening, but no evidence of little green men. Also no evidence of owls. Like you probably would have hit one, right? Mm -hmm. A feather anywhere. (laughs) A feather. (laughs) Yeah. And they also said that one of like the children and the, um, the woman, the women were all hysterical and they took one of the guy's pulse Mm -hmm. and it was at 140 beats per minute. (laughs) No kidding. Yeah. So, like, they were genuinely scared. <laughs> wow. They also I mean, said that they weren't green. They said that they were metallic. Like, like they shimmered. Yeah. yeah. The green, I was reading, the green came just because someone, one of the illustrators, one of the newspaper yeah. illustrators just decided to make one green. To make it green. Yeah. And then that, like, took off. And that's where our little green Martian yep. stories come from. Interesting. They said that they made like a metallic, like clang sound when they were hit with the bullets. Yeah. They were impervious. Wow. And they're almost like the arms creep me out the most. Yeah. They touch the ground in the picture. Like, yeah, like their talons dragging the ground. So, like, your arms (laughs) as long as your body with these crazy, scary claws. Oh my gosh. Like, you just touch it. Their hands were dragging on the ground? On the ground. Yes. (laughs) This is like, I mean, this is wild to me. Okay, so what I'm picturing is (laughs) just out, I mean, obviously out of this world. I don't know know how else to describe it. Yeah, I'm I'm probably going to have nightmares. Picture, and I I hate them. I hate hate everything. Yep. Can you imagine, like, more than one of those crawling on your roof, peeking in your windows? No way. The peeking already... stuff. It's I've talked about creepy. this before. That's so unsettling to me. I hate it. <laughs> <gasps> oh, my. I just saw a picture. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Everyone needs to pause and Google these so you can. Yes, I was just going to say. Literally, no, so you know when you, like, hear a scary story and, like, it, it makes you, like, you're tears kind of well up and you get like the yes. whole, like literally looking yes. images of these that's happening to me and I hate it <laughs> yes. I'm thrilled that we're having this conversation when I'm home alone all weekend <laughs> and we're having it at night so right when it's and dark as our yeah. listeners know I I think I live in a relatively active potential yeah tell people about that because literally Cheyenne will text me and be like I'm going for a walk like check in later to make sure that I wasn't abducted by aliens (laughs) 
sounds like Jessica and I's conversation. Yeah, I'm basically. Better safe than sorry. It's hey, true. Yeah. You know, um, no so shame I, live, in I live right at the base of this big, like plateau mountain. So you hike up to the top of it and then it's just flat for like five miles. So oh, it's like, wow. it's a landing pad. Anyone could come up. Yeah. And it kind of had, it's, it's really actually very interesting. The geology of Table Mountain where I live is not something that's really found anywhere else in Colorado. It's kind of an, a weird anomaly that it formed the way that it did. So it already has some like interesting spooky mysticism around it. Yeah. And then I was just, I was hiking with one of my friends who's like deep in the like ancient aliens, alien conspiracy land. Like he's <laughs> fully immersed and was like, this feels like the kind of place you would get taken by aliens. And now I can't. <laughs> It's just forever going to be that for me. Mm-hmm. So I can't go outside at all in the dark anymore. We're by Lake Michigan and, um, well, I'm closer to Lake Michigan than Jessica is, but there's a lot of alien stuff over here. Um, Ooh, they like the water. They like Lake Michigan. I don't know. Lake Michigan has some stuff, man. Yeah. There's a lot of creepy stuff with Lake Michigan for sure. I didn't realize Which, either until I watched um, Unsolved the Unsolved Mysteries episode oh, yeah. about Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. I had no clue. Yep. I'm going to write in that. If you haven't watched it, you should watch it. Yeah, I'll link, <laughs> I'll link that one in the show notes for you guys. We're going to Michigan <laughs> for a friend's wedding this summer. So I'm oh. just going to like scope out all the spooky stuff before we go. Yeah. Where are you going? You don't have to say. <laughs> I am <laughs> like, I actually have no idea. I just know it's in Michigan. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> I used to live in Luddington. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, back nice. in the day. That's not very far from me, actually, right now. In like fourth grade. Where are you? I'm in Grand Rapids. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's a fun town, but um, yeah, kind of creepy. Old for sure. But so I guess like how was the how was the Green Goblin situation resolved? Like the police just yeah. came and picked yeah. stuff out, and then they never heard from yeah. again. Back or? to the story. <laughs> Basically, yeah, like it the the whole story of it wasn't very isn't a very long story, but the stuff surrounding it and how big it got was kind of really what happened because once they went to the police about it then they had reporters at their door it got spread to like all the big newspapers and people started coming to their house and they started charging money for them to be like on their property basically if they wanted to come there because it got so big and a little bit blown out of proportion with like you said earlier like the green they never said they were green but you know, like telephone, things just get construed mm-hmm, yeah. and, and stuff like that. So basically they got so many like reporters at their door. They kind of just were sick of it after like a year. And I don't know what happened. Do you, Cheyenne, do you know what happened after that? They eventually moved. Um, okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. They moved about a year after that because they, originally um because the matriarch of the family again like these are people who were not like they were not attention seeking people these were like very salt of the earth for themselves didn't want a ton of people on their farm every day like so there was that at the beginning people were like oh it was an interesting let me see if I can find where I read that actually because I liked how they wrote I'm also curious to know how like what the police or military did about it because yeah they came in and they I think it was like the project blue book guy and people (laughs) uh kind of took the story on too and I think that's kind of how the word got spread yeah uh the New York Times picked it up picked up this story which is how it got so blown out of proportion and so this says Mm -hmm. hundreds of curiosity seekers descended on the farm often ridiculing the Suttons as ignorant or fraudulent. When no trespassing signs proved useless at discouraging them, the family tried charging admission, 50 cents for entering the grounds, a dollar for information, $10 for pictures. After that, skeptics switched their opinion and were blasting them as fortune-seeking fabulists. So it's like, you can't win either way, right? This poor family. 
and eventually they were driven out which is unfortunate (laughs) yeah you know what's interesting too is like the time period that this was in Mm -hmm. like it seems it's kind of like how you notice that there's like a whole bunch of serial killers that seem to exist in the 70s right but like the 40s and 50s seems to be like the alien era it was (laughs) because that's when you hear about Betty and Barney yep can't think of their last name um they were like a very significant alien encounter experience Roswell happened I was just looking up 1947 yeah um and then when you look like when you look up like Roswell there's like all these other um alien encounters that popped up and there's like the Lubbock lights of 1951 there's like the Leveland the UFO in 1957 Westfall UFO in 1966 like it's all around this like time period it's like then when I think about like space travel and stuff like that was that like the time period in which like most of them reached us and we just happened to have all these experiences or like what is it about this time period in particular that we had all these visitations you know what I mean a lot of people say too it was like military stuff going on yeah but that's a lot of military stuff in every single state in the United States in the 40s Mm -hmm. and 50s so I don't really know if I buy that but yeah especially coming out of like World War II when the the economy was not as great like I know we're always dumping tons of money into the Department of Defense in this country but like still you know coming out of like a substantial war like that like yeah yeah wow yep so very creepy very creepy I did too have I don't know if you guys have heard I don't think Jessica has I well I may have talked to you about it but have you guys heard of the series Hellier no yes okay not seen it you have to watch it it is (laughs) mind-blowing so basically I think it's all on YouTube too, so you can watch it like all. I was gonna say, I hope it's not on Netflix. Pretty sure Netflix is like on the shit list for everybody. Uh, Yeah, they are. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's on YouTube for free, right? It used to be on Prime, but I'm pretty sure all of this. There's two seasons, um, but it's similar to this. And actually, Mothman gets brought into it. It's a whole thing. You gotta watch it. Like you have to. It's so good. But so wait, how's it spelled? It's H E L L I E R. Okay. And I'll give you just a brief synopsis because it does tie into the story. And that's why I brought it up because, um, so Greg and Dana Newkirk, I don't know if you've heard of them, but they are like my heroes. Um, they're amazing, but they are paranormal investigators. They also have like a traveling, um, occult museum. That's pretty popular. Um, and they got an email, I think it was in like 2012 about this guy that, needed their help basically. And the circumstances around it were weird, which explains in the show, but they, the guy was saying how there were, and this is in Kentucky, by the way, Hellier is in Kentucky. It's a town in Kentucky. Okay. And I don't know how close it is to the Hopkinsville um, area, but it's in Kentucky. And the family reports goblins on their yard. The, what they look like, gob, like it's, it's very similar um, sounding to what we just described in this um, instance, but on their property and they're coming up to the windows and looking in the windows type of thing. So same thing. And wow. yeah, and so at first they're just kind of like, well, this is just some random email, but the more that the, it gets into it, they kind of pick it up and they think it's like, it's legit. So they, he sends pictures, they're emailing back and forth. They actually go there and investigate and it just is crazy like the stuff that they see and find it's so crazy um so you got to check it out but that's why I brought it up because it's similar to the story Hopkinsville Kentucky is just about six six hours away from Hellier really yeah so what's interesting about the the theory of where these uh little green men little silver men yeah Um, because Kentucky specifically is like the hotbed for this specific type of encounter. So there's a theory that they might actually not be extraterrestrial. Well, that's not necessarily true. Okay. So there's a theory that they might have come from, or or they might live and reside in Mammoth Cave. Yes. Caves. The caves. Kentucky has more than 130 known caves. 
known caves. Okay. So creepy. So definitely, probably lots more. Um, but yeah, so some say the creatures are aliens from another world, heckling rural communities, but sightings often occur near Kentucky's many cave systems, particularly around Mammoth Cave National Park. And others speculate the goblins are not extraterrestrial visitors at all. Rather, they are a humanoid species that evolved over thousands of years in Kentucky's vast and largely unexplored cave systems. I'd rather but they're aliens. Like, yes, 100% agree. <laughs> like, ew. I'm like, I do not sounds... like this development. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. No, that sounds way you. more convincing to me than aliens, I will say. Maria, we are not on this train. We are getting <laughs> off. <laughs> we have left the station, bro. We're, we're done. I do that, not like that. No, thank uh, you. My eyes are watering now because that's so creepy. I know, that's so creepy. Think well, about it. like it's, it's like further into like the whole theories around like national parks and stuff yes, like that. Like you yes. hear about people going missing, and, and what if it's all like little green people? Yes, Hellier, that series talks about all of this too. It's all intertwined. It's it's so crazy. It's creepy. Mm. As oh hell. my goodness. <laughs> I don't like this at all. This I'm terrified, and I live nowhere near this. <laughs> nowhere. Wow. The caves, the caves. I would love to like look at one from like the outside, not go in one because that's terrifying. But there are so many, like you said, unexplored or un like that nobody's gone to caves in the United States that like connect through the whole entire United yeah. States. Wow. So why wouldn't they be yeah. in there? No, I, I personally, I kind of like the cave theory. I think I do too. But okay, that's you look at pictures of the caves, they're creepy as fuck too. Oh, so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Googled it. No, like <laughs> big, like big, scary portal. Don't go in it. You yeah. know, kind of vibes. I almost also, don't like the, um, the pictures that they have in the wintertime either. Cause it looks uh, even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That's there's like water underground and yes. Oh, no thanks, I'll pass. Oh, you like they're just huge. They're like the obviously from the name Mammoth, they would be huge, but like that's right. what makes them unsettling. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, Ugh, also feel that. Can you just like close your eyes and imagine that you're in a dark, dank nope. cave? Nope. You just hear those little talons, those little, cr- those little claws. Jessica's like, I'm out. I'm out. I'm done with this podcast. <laughs> I, I'm ending this call. This is not it for me. Regret. <laughs> terrified. But terrified. I'm trying to make friends. I know. I'm sorry. I just, I'm just <laughs> alien TikTok right now that I just can't. I love it. <laughs> so this is my a lot. personal favorite theory is that we're just like, earth is beyond saving and humans are not really worth it and we're all just kind of quarantined off in our little corner of the galaxy yep you know i, I believe I it that. <laughs> you know i'm for yeah, sure I'm on board. yep i read that recently that we're going through an extinction on earth yeah currently like in i'm in, ready in a big way <laughs> ditto <laughs> I'm ready. Let's go. I mean, We're if these here. goblins have something to offer, I'm all for it. Please don't peer into my windows, though. Like that's yeah. creepy. Yeah. Look, um, I will open the door and let you in as long as your claws don't hang talk. on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's have a. Let's have a. Like this. The high school dress code. <laughs> what if that is yeah. like their like greeting style, and they're just like saying hello and we're like <laughs> so fucking freaked out by it we're just like we like, start shooting like them breakdown and we're just yeah. actually being real big jerks to them and then they're like jesus oh, like, they're shooting at us now like <laughs> you're just trying to make friends that's why uh, they parkour away they're like get me out of here <laughs> oh my god oh no oh that is just too funny <laughs> that's the other reason why I just can't accept the owl theory because if the bullets are ricocheting like if the bullets are not penetrating a bullet would penetrate an owl there would have been yes. at least one yes. dead owl on this farm at least right. like also, shotguns and stuff I don't I know Kentucky is kind of a different breed but I don't think the children were drunk <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> right? 
and they all saw it. They found some spare moonshine buried in the woods or something. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't put it past that. But at the same time, like, the children were freaked. And they saw it. And they could describe the same thing. So, I don't know. I'm just saying. Wow. Agreed. And also the metal clanks. You can't really can't really describe that yeah. away. Yeah. Also, why would owls walk on the ground? I don't think. Uh, no, they don't. I don't walk. think they usually walk on the ground, right? No. Like, no, no, I don't think so. Well, and like normally, like, like your wings like dragging. Right. <laughs> no. Exactly. <laughs> Doesn't make. Because wait a second. Actually, don't they? I think they do walk on the ground because don't they like? Don't, don't they have like the. <laughs> This is an alien-only theory space here, Jessica. (laughs) There's no rationale. But I I genuinely have not heard of any owls walking on the ground. I don't think so. Let's Google it. I I think that there's a funny way that owls walk. Well, also, owls don't have giant ears. They have little ones. They have little teeny ears. Okay, awesome video of a great horned owl walking and spreading its wings. I mean, owls are kind of fucking creepy in the dark. They are. They are. They're very, and their heads turn around. Like, that's also. <laughs> I don't like true. that. <laughs> I have to forget that owls can turn their head all the way around. I would accept <laughs> the owl theory if there was any evidence of a dead owl or owls right. anywhere. Like, owl nests are pretty easy to spot. Like, come right. on. But, but they also said that there was like, bright lights correlating with like yeah, right before it happened like a rainbow of light they said yeah how do you explain that like a booble well in um t- two or three i don't remember off the top of my head police officers reported seeing the bright light in the sky like multiple people report which is like yeah they're like oh it was a comet yeah yeah in the daylight that you saw like super visibly right well that's a question I had too because when Cheyenne was kind of talking to me about this earlier she was saying that there was like 12 witnesses to this so obviously some of that's the family but then who else was like witness to it right Uh, yeah so they're like a one neighbor account I believe of like the bright light and then the police accounts as well oh the police families that yeah, live in the house there's like two families two families yeah i think it was the taylors and the suttons um but the police officers there's a police report of actually a police officer reporting a bright unidentified light streaking through the sky prior to any of this happening like earlier oh. that day he'd already reported yep. that so like wow. yep. one plus one yeah questions i don't yeah. really want to go to kentucky ever now but <laughs> I yeah, do and I don't. Right? Because once I watched Hellier, and please tell me when you do, like I'm not pressuring, but I am because it's so good. Um, <laughs> I watched that no. and I was like, I need to, I need to go here. I need okay. to go here. Okay. Should we I do like so. an OBMM YCMO like retreat to Kentucky? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like commune with aliens. not coming to the caves you know but like honestly i'm kind of like at this point have you seen the dumpster ready fire for that is planet earth right now like right beat me up bro yeah. like what do we gotta lose that's true you know you gotta you've got a great point <laughs> what do we have to lose honestly it's genuinely Not my concern is about my dog. Like that's genuinely my concern when yeah. I'm working about being I'm like, please do not take me and leave her. Like at least bring us, take us both. both. Us both. Yeah. Like I can't that that part of it stresses me out more than the actual being taken part. True. True. Now I was like that too, but now that I have a kid, I'm like, well, I, I need to bring both of the, the dog and the kid. So <laughs> like, we need everyone to be abducted together and then I'm down. <laughs> right collective experience yeah Yeah. I'm down for like a conversation with them seriously like I know they're you're creepy but if we can communicate (laughs) let's do it (laughs) figure that out if the communicate I mean to be fair like 
a lot of fear of the unknown is a like communication barrier, right? It mm-hmm. is. Yeah. It sure 100%. Is. Yep. You're just shooting these poor little guys. And if you believe in like the ancient aliens theories, like we might have a lot to express gratitude to aliens for, for like advancing our technology and stuff, right? Like you can't freaking tell me that aliens weren't involved in the building of the pyramids of Giza. Like, are you freaking kidding me? I know. A lot of people are really sensitive to that alien, ancient alien stuff. And I'm like, why? Right. Why? Like, yeah, what? (laughs) literally why <laughs> did we came up with this shit on our own like come on yeah <laughs> and especially then like I mean that's a whole nother rabbit hole but like mm-hmm. those people were not capable of that type of you know feat yeah so really build a sandcastle so. right <laughs> <laughs> it's so true uh, I always I always think about that like Yes, technology has really come a long way in the last few hundred years or whatever, but, and like, there's a lot of smart people, but every time I listen to a podcast about things that are interesting and like, they're like, but we still don't know what this could do, but like, how did we get here? If everybody still doesn't know what's going on, how, how are we, what are we doing here? Who's helping? Well, and I've been seeing a lot of historical like context on like the pyramids of Giza and the fact that like we think of them as being around the same time period as like Cleopatra and like they were ancient to Cleopatra, right? Like they were built 3000 freaking years before what we know as Cleopatra, which we know as ancient Egypt to us in this timeline. So like how the crap (laughs) did they build these things? with like the the very primitive technology they had at that time that's like neolithic times you know what I mean like that is way back in history and they built these huge things that still stand time today like it's crazy to me blows my mind so aliens (laughs) checks out in that one for me yeah for sure (laughs) I hate to go back to this but I just watched the great horned owl video (laughs) (laughs) he's just creeping it's kind of creepy it is, I, it is genuinely creepy i will but how tall are they how tall do great horned owls get they're cute but they're not three feet i'm sorry to say thank say goodness biggest great horned owl on record here we go <laughs> he was Another only thing- five wow. pounds you guys <laughs> he was five and a half pounds is the biggest great horned owl that is not a three oh. foot tall creature he was no. the size of a gallon of milk. My cat for weighs more than that. He was the size of a milk. gallon of milk. <laughs> Literally, it was not owls. It was not owls. Oh my That's god. It. We're gonna do owl trivia after this for all of the listeners. Just yes. Check your knowledge on how much you've learned in this episode. <laughs> like That's like this candle. Exactly. That's yeah. Nothing. That's nothing. That's not even okay. Let's let's Google another owl fact. <laughs> owls. Nobody <laughs> knew that they were going to be learning this much about owls. Yes. Nobody knew the owl fact. You all. They're completely <laughs> solitary. Completely yeah. solitary creatures. I mean, no. Maybe they didn't know a lot about owls in the 50s. I don't know, but that does not <laughs> check out. It's not correct. Yeah. So- they also said it was like like they all were in on this hoax to like like we had talked about earlier about getting money or whatever um but the more people that you have in a lie the more likely it is somebody's gonna crack and not be able to keep up with it it's kind of like like that story about where was it australia or new zealand or was it why do i think that's not true about all of the school children oh i think that was south africa I was gonna say I always think it's New Zealand or Aust- uh, Australia, but yeah, where all those children—that's a good one, Jessica. All those children witnessed that UFO and drew yeah. the same picture of it when they were all asked to draw hmm. that one. That just yeah. doesn't happen. No, yeah. it's harder to dispute it. Well, and that is like every account that I have read or listened to, <laughs> and there've been a lot. <laughs> have all been adamant that like these people a hundred percent believe what they're saying. Like they are completely yeah. terrified. They are all 
a hundred percent on the same page. And that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen with 12 people. Wow. Nope. Are, is That's any hard of them to do. Alive? And with children? Yeah. I think that, so I actually think I listened to, and I'll have to go back and find it, but so I think I listened to a podcast episode where somebody interviewed the, one of the children. Mm. She might have a book or something. I'll have to look it up. I forgot to, but wow. yeah, I think that the, there's some of them still alive. That's wild. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would be a good, that would be a good. I'll have to, to look that them. up. Yeah. I also listened today all day <laughs> to the, um, have you guys heard of the Astonishing Legends podcast? Yes. They have a three-part series about this that I listened to today again. And yeah, it's very interesting. They go into a lot more than I can handle myself, but um, they go into a lot of uh, theories and stuff, but um, yeah, very creepy stuff for sure. So what would be your, like this happens, you like turn around and there's a little silver guy in your window. What is well, your- Well, I'm kind of creeped out because my window is kind of open right now and I keep like- <laughs> thinking I'm gonna turn around and see something in my window <laughs> if I have a direct I shot to my bathroom right here so I always have to close that door because I'm like <laughs> I'll catch myself in the mirror and be like oh. <laughs> if I see anything in your window Maria I swear to you you will know about it <laughs> don't worry yeah we won't and it's high up off the ground so like if you do I can't explain it so <laughs> Could you imagine if all three of us like saw something in her window and we're just like, I would lose like, oh shit, like, <laughs> good Don't luck, Maria. Whatever you do, lock <laughs> that window. I'm just gonna oh throw up, is probably what I would do. <laughs> I honestly don't know what I would do if I saw something like that. I really don't. I feel like maybe, maybe instead of attacking, maybe the move is distracting. I wouldn't do that. Like, grab like a steak yeah. or something well I think so we've we've all collect we collectively know Sterling in this space and I was just listening to her her podcast episode with Johannes today and she was talking and and that's like a very foundational thing that she talks about like in a lot of her um teachings and stuff is like when you work with ghosts for example or work with spirits like oftentimes it's our human nature to like freak out and be like you can't be here this is my space or you know this is like crazy but it's interesting to think about like, what if you sat down with them as if they were just like your everyday stranger and just been like, okay, let's get to know one another and let's figure each other out versus just immediately coming at them with guns. (laughs) Right. Right. Which I think is why humanity set back like so much farther than the other alien race. Yeah. No, that's why I think someone wants to deal with us. They're like, you guys are so fucking primitive. Like we can't (laughs) figure out how to handle your shit. Right. And then we'll let you back in outer space. Like, why would you want to show up to another planet if we arrive with tanks? Like, I'd be like, no, no, thank you. America, like Earth, no, no go. Yeah, we're good. (laughs) That's very true. Knowing me now that I'm like, no, you know, listening to all the podcasts that I listen to, reading this stuff, I feel like I would probably be scared for like a second, but I'd be like, do you speak English? Yeah. Like, can we talk? <laughs> Will you come on our Maybe podcast? we can talk. Will you can yeah, do you want to be a guest? Oh my god, could you imagine if we could interview an actual alien on our podcast? Oh, cool. <laughs> Elon uh, Musk, reach out. No. Right. <laughs> he is not the kind of alien we want to hang out with. He is no. a actual lizard person. No, yeah, he is definitely a lizard person. <laughs> so I'm curious as we like kind of wrap up this episode yeah. too. Have any of you ever had kind of like an alien experience or something similar? I have not. I don't know what I, I would do if I ever did. Yeah, I'd probably I... try to explain it away to um, not be scared twenty four seven. That's my nature. I don't think I have either. I think. Well, actually, so I think I've told this some I may have told you Jessica but I feel when I was younger I lived 
across the street from a graveyard and my dad and I were walking and I don't so this is like a memory that I have but you know how sometimes memories are like you can't really tell if you drunk them after so long you know Mm -hmm. but like I remember this very well so it to me I kind of feel like it it really happened but I was walking my dad doesn't remember this by the way and (laughs) I was walking with my dad um in the in the graveyard we lived right across the street we're walking back home and I remember him grabbing me and like looking up at the sky and moving me out of the way and like going behind a bush and that's all I remember um so I don't know if that was alien I'm not I feel like you need to be asking your dad some questions about what happened yeah What's so I, interesting I about that, though, is in all of my TikTok rabbit holes, um, <laughs> a lot of the people who either claim to be extraterrestrials themselves or to have had encounters um, talk about it happening in the astral plane. They they talk about yeah. it being like I'm like astral projecting. My physical human body's still here in this bed. But like my alien soul can go chill wherever the fuck it wants. So mm-hmm. like it might have had it might have been a dream, but that also doesn't necessarily mean that it wasn't real either. Right. Right. That's very true. Not to melt everyone's brains, but I mean, and I was young. I feel like I was probably like maybe younger than 10. So it's not like I I remember things from when I was 10. So it wasn't like I was so young where I don't remember it. So uh, but other than that, no, I don't think I've had one. What about you guys? I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't remember. I'm sitting here thinking, I don't remember if I told this story on this podcast yet or not. I don't think you have. I know. I can't remember the episode. We've talked about aliens before on this podcast. It was like season about one. And I went on this whole rant about like Elon Musk being an alien that we cut out of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so I know we've talked about it at some point, so I can't remember if I told this story. So if I have, I, I apologize. But there are three witnesses, including myself, <clears throat> to this story. But um, I grew up uh, in Idaho, as we all know. But um, I would spend a lot of time at our family ranch in Montana, which is like out in the middle of freaking nowhere. You want to talk about remote? Like I go it's there. a high mountain, high altitude community. It's 100 people at any given time. Um that's like the, the population size. Um, and it's in this, it's called the big hole Valley because it's literally like this giant Valley that's like surrounded by mountains on all sides in Montana. And, uh, I think I was maybe like eighth grade when this happened, maybe a little bit older than that. But, um, there was myself, a friend of ours and my brother. And, um, one thing we like to do is like camp out in the horse trailer. And that sounds weird for people who didn't grow up sticks, (laughs) but like horse trailers actually have like living quarters where they have like beds and stuff like that. Um, cause I'm really a camper. So it was in the middle of summer and we're like hanging out out there and like all of us had like fallen asleep and we woke up all at the same time we woke up all at the same time. And what was really interesting is we all like never said anything to each other, but like, we looked out this window, like there's a little window that's probably like six inches by six inches. It's tiny. And we look out the window at the same time. And there's this perfect square of bright green glowing light in the sky. And it's like per like two dimensional as if you just took a square, and put it in the sky and it was like so far away that it looked like maybe like an inch by an inch from what we were seeing. But what was so weird about this is all of us kind of look at it and we're like aware that the other people in the room are seeing this and we're all kind of watching it, but not talking about it. We just all know that we all saw it and it would do this thing where it would like shoot off to the left part of the sky and then all of a sudden show up on the right side of the sky in our line of vision as if it like went all the way around the world and came back. And then it would do the same thing where it would shoot straight up into the sky and then come back up above the horizon as if it had like circled the other way. And I just remember the friend of ours just being like, that's a fucking UFO. That's a fucking (laughs) UFO. Just like losing his mind. Sounds like like it. (laughs) My brother and I were just sitting there like, what is happening? And it did that. And we watched it for like I don't know, 20 minutes, but oh my god, that's wow. a long time. 
Yeah. And it was, it was just doing crazy contortions in the sky. And I'll never forget that it was literally just a, a square block of glowing green light. And then it was just, and then one day, and then eventually as we're watching it, it just goes and just like shoots out of the sky. And we never saw it again. Oh my God. But yeah, wow. tell me what that was. Cause if it wasn't a UFO, I don't know. What you know it what it reminds me of? You guys, I'm sure have heard of like the simulation theory that we're, I don't really know if I believe it. Yeah. Actually, I don't. But um, that's kind of what it reminds me of is like something like that. But also it sounds definitely like a UFO for sure. <laughs> well, and what's interesting too. So uh, there's like a lot of kind of crazy UFO stories that have happened in Montana specifically. And my grandmother tells me this story about my aunt when <laughs> ironically it involves a horse trailer as well. But she was teaching my aunt how to drive with a horse trailer. And this is around the same area um, because I think they were on their way home from like a rodeo or something. And they were driving down the road and it's late at night, like maybe 11 o'clock at night. And like all of a sudden they see all these flashing lights in front of them in the road. And so then my grandma's like telling my aunt like, hey, you know, slow down because there's a hazard up ahead. And so she starts to slow down. And then as they get to where those flashing lights were, they just all dissipated. Like they were just completely gone. Mm-mm. That's That sounds very similar to the, well, these ones were kind of bouncing around the episode of Unsolved Mysteries um, yeah. that I was referring to. There was like different lights kind of bouncing around in the sky. I think was Maria, was there three or four of them? There was like, uh, I think there was yeah, like, something like that. Them that were kind of bouncing around together and they would, you know, they would just bounce around and then suddenly they'd move. They'd like shoot either north Mm -hmm. or south. Um, And, you know, the police were talking about how, um, you know, they were contacting the National Weather Service to see if there was, you know, any activity activity from the National Weather Service. And they didn't have anything, but the National Weather Service was seeing it on their radars, like going up and down, um, kind of, it was moving, um, you know, north and south in the sky um, and east and west and like moving across Lake Michigan between Chicago and Michigan. It was, yeah. it was crazy. That's so yeah. crazy. Yeah. And what does sound like that? Yeah. One of the things I was telling Maria is that there's a lot of air traffic <laughs> going a from lot. Chicago to Michigan, right in that same from Detroit area. to Chicago. Yeah. And so, you know, even the, um, even the pilot, there were a couple of pilots that even reported it because they saw it um, in the sky and mm-hmm. just interesting stuff, really interesting stuff. I mean, yeah. I hear so many of these stories, like similar to the one you were telling Shale of people like on a back road, you know, in the middle of the night, you're the only place. And then suddenly there's a light following you that like comes and goes, or it like disappears out of nowhere. Like, (sighs) well, actually I have a memory of my grandmother telling me another story. I don't remember if it was a family member of mine that this happened to, or like a friend of theirs, but still in this like general vicinity, um, in Montana and like the person was driving home and they had just like a little two seater, like pickup truck. And all of a sudden like this huge light, like flashed across the sky, but then they like looked in their rear view mirror and it's like hovering over the back of their truck and like keeping pace with them. And they would like speed up and it would like keep right on top of them and they'd slow down. It would stay right on top of them. And finally they stopped the truck to be like, because it's Montana, I guess we're confrontational to aliens like Kentucky. <laughs> we're just going to be like, we're yeah. deal with this. They stopped the truck and went to get out. And as soon as they opened the door, the thing just like whoosh, went off into the sky again. Wow. But I don't remember who that was that that happened to, but my grandma would tell me that story too. Wow. My, now that I think of this, I'll tell real quick that my aunt and my grandpa, my grandpa saw a UFO as well in at their farm. Um, was it in the fifties? <laughs> it wasn't actually, it was in the probably early two thousands or maybe nineties, mm, Interesting. but it was like, so there's like a forest woods area, like in the back. Um, and there's like, they have horse pastures and stuff. And they saw my aunt and my grandpa saw an 
I actually asked my grandpa if he remembers this recently, but he's like 92 and he said he doesn't, but I'll, I'll ask my aunt tomorrow when I see her, but um, they saw this uh, craft basically shooting up and then back behind the tree line. Like they couldn't see it anymore. It was just like so fast. It just went up and down and that's all they saw. Um, but yeah, creepy. Yeah. <laughs> like those- planes don't move that fast. Yeah. Well, and, and in the, like the up and down direction. Yeah. Like, and being able to switch planes that quickly is like not a thing that no. our aircraft possible. can do. Um, what it it's interesting though because you hear a lot of these a lot of these stories I've always kind of been like oh well that seems like a small craft but we're talking about small little critters small guys I'm like they might be a small craft right you expect it to be a huge like Star Trek fleet with a whole you know crew right a hundred but like it could also just be like five little guys who are taking their own little road trip across the galaxy yeah, exactly They're like hey let's go check out these caves in Kentucky and then well, they, don't get- they say that about the Roswell crash too like those aliens weren't very big were yeah, they yeah they, they were small mm-hmm. and they also said that the craft was a uh hot air balloon Right. And that yeah. the material, they could like crumple it up. And as soon as they yeah. crumple it, it would like straighten out again by itself. Yeah. The Roswell incident just like blows my mind. I know that that is very interesting. Very interesting. A lot of those documents are being declassified right now, too, because of I'm so statute of limitations stuff, which yep. is interesting. Yeah, that'll be exciting to read. Yeah, very I need to. Know. Are they like heavily redacted though? Not, Probably. Not as redacted as you would think, actually. Like well, that's good. I like the one I sent you on. The one I sent you on TikTok yesterday. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was reading from the FBI's website. Like that was like a legit government website that he was pulling those from. And I think only like names and stuff were redacted. Like it was more personal information. Yeah. Like yeah. details about what happened. I don't know. Creepy stuff. I love it. Officially creeped out. You did it. (laughs) Well, I'm creeped out too. (laughs) By the way, I just have to say, I love the name of y'all's podcast. Like that's just so. Oh, thanks. It's so good. Yeah. Thanks. I just thought thought of it one day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I had a few that I, that I liked. And then I think I asked you, Jessica, and you were like, just whatever you want. And I was like, all right, well, we're going with this. <laughs> I like it too. Excuse me. Yeah. Well, I love it. I'm so glad we did this. I'm so glad we're, I know. So glad we're I internet so friends. much fun. Yeah. I love it. Um, and I'm sure this won't be our last creepy conversation, but I hope something not. we like to do at the end of our episodes is give our listeners a per witch and slip to take on their week with them. And this is maybe kind of a tricky episode to write one for. So, right. <laughs> oh, I have one. Do you have one? Yeah. If you're feeling creeped out, you have the permission to not have to Google what a little green goblin looks like. <laughs> <laughs> it's nighttime. Just totally wait. Fine. Yeah, just wait till the light of day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just try not to I close use your, your imagination. Blinds. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I made sure I did that before we started recording yeah. this. I was like, yeah, I don't know why I didn't. We need to like watch Princess Diaries or something now. Yeah, a cleanse. We need a cleanser. <laughs> it's a funny comedy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> this was so much fun, you guys. Thanks it was. For, I had a blast having us on. Thank you, guys. I'm so glad. I hope. Um, I hope everyone loves this. Yeah, I hope everyone's so inspired to. Actually, if anyone listening has your own alien stories, yes, like pop them Let in the comments. Either Instagram, send us a DM. We want to know. Me too. Uh, us too. I love alien stories. Oh, I'm so excited. We'll definitely do some like Instagram highlights of this. Yeah. So yeah. Hear them. The pictures are great. And also I kind of, so to be fair, the Mammoth Park National Park uh, or the Mammoth National Park alien, um, 
like signs. They've like, yeah. you know, the vintage national park signs. Yeah. They've done it with the little alien guy. And he's actually kind of cute. Oh, really? <laughs> I kind of want one. <laughs> I didn't know that. I'll have to Maybe look that up. Souvenirs. He's definitely not oh. as scary as the history channel ones. <laughs> I forgot to bring up real quick. They yeah. actually, I don't know if they do it, if they've done it since COVID, but uh, Kelly, Kentucky did a little green men festival. Oh my God. Fun. I'd be so down for that. Like I want to go. <laughs> Let's go. Kentucky's if not they that do far. It? We can road no. trip. Yeah. It's not that far. It's not that far for us either. Like it's in the middle like, of us. It's probably literally in the middle of us. <laughs> yeah. We can like meet up in like Kansas or something. There you go. Perfect. Oh, this will Maria, be so... will, Maria will drag me along. <laughs> no one goes into a cave without like a rope tied to their wit oh. and someone on the outside exactly and so we can all be on speed dial. we'll have a plan it'll be fine yeah. it'll be fine totally fine <laughs> this awesome fun. this was so okay. fun thank you guys so much this was a blast thank you guys yes thank you our second guests. We're so excited. <laughs> Honor, truly. <laughs> awesome. Well, cheers, witches. Yes, cheers. cheers. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode with Ouija Boards and Midnight Margs. We had so much fun chatting with these ladies. If you haven't already, give their podcast a listen um, and follow them on Instagram. And if you have ever had an experience with aliens that you want to share, send it to us. We would love to hear it. Um, And if you like what you hear here, don't forget to rate and review and follow us on social media and tell your friends. Okay, bye.